Good morning. Or the morning off at the bank. Okay. Um, no UFC fights this week. Uh, just figure out hop on and do like a, I don't know what you want to call it. If you don't know, now you know things. Um, news or whatever that broke this week. And um, so last night, Saturday, uh, January 29th was, I think it's 29th, right? Yeah. Um, Cameron Scally out of Philly had a, a fight on UFC Fight Pass, won by domination, takedowns in every round, top top pressure, some ground to pound. Um, huge win for for Cameron Scalio. So shout out to him. Um, Alex, the doctor, was there. Um, I put on my Instagram page, uh, put a picture of him up. And it was like the doctor spotted. Uh, I was watching on UFC Fight Pass and I saw him in the crowd. So he's good buddies with uh, with Cameron Scalio. So he was there supporting him. So that was awesome. Super, super good dominating performance. Looked great. Stand-up looked good too, I thought. Um, but as far as like UFC news, uh, this will probably be quick. Like I said, it's probably like a, if you don't know now, you know thing. Uh, Jeremy Stevens cut from the UFC or no longer in the UFC. I'm not sure how many fights he had on his contract or anything like that, but he's no longer in the UFC. Now, cut is a different kind of word. Maybe he was cut. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember his fight contract, but... You know, if he fights out his contract and they just decide to not sign him again, that's not really being cut. You know, he's just a free agent at that point. But if he had fights on his contract, then and they didn't want him in there anymore, then yeah, he's cut. They cut him of his contract. He was still owed fights and he didn't get a fight out of his contract. So either way, I don't know the specifics, but he is no longer in the UFC. Um, also, all assault or harassment, whatever, I think they were assault, all assault charges on um, um, the American gangster Chael Sonnen, Chael P. Sonnen, um, were dropped. Uh, I'm sure most of you remember um, Chael had some sort of incident in, I think, Vegas. He and his wife were somewhere. He got into some scrap. Uh, TMZ released a clip of him being escorted by the police with his t-shirt all like hanging off of his neck, you know, it looked like he had just been in a tussle. Um, and there's a whole bunch of rumors circulating. I heard from most people, cause it was, I think it was five counts of assault was what was um, the charge being pressed on him or whatever. Uh, and then I heard big John McCarthy say that he spoke to Chael and he said that he just, you know, put one guy in his place. I don't think he hurt him. I think he just grabbed him and did something. I don't know. Tussled with him. Who knows? Maybe took him down, held him there, told him to chill out. I don't know. I don't know much about law and that kind of thing. I don't know if uh, I don't know if an incident with one ind individual person could give you five counts of assault or if it has to be five different people. I don't know. I know Big John McCarthy said he spoke to Chael and he's Chael was talking about a specific guy. Um, everywhere else seemed to say that Chael got in a scrap of five dudes. Either way, Chael's been super quiet about it. I'm sure his lawyer or whoever, or he's just a smart guy, and he was like, I probably shouldn't talk about this on my podcast or YouTube channel. So I haven't heard anything from Chael, and I'm sure 
I know I was, I'm sure everyone else who was up to date on it and listens to Chael was, I was just waiting, waiting for that story. Him post a video on YouTube about what really happened, but he never did. Um, but uh, as of a couple of days ago, all charges dropped. So the American gangster wins again, still undefeated, undisputed. Uh, a big fight. So Arnold Allen, UFC, I think he's right number seven, UFC featherweight. He's been on this podcast twice. Uh, super cool dude. Um, he has a big fight. He had a hand injury and he's been in England. Now the UFC is coming to London. He's Dan Hooker is coming to back down to featherweight, and Arnold Allen is fighting Dan Hooker March nineteenth in UFC London. So that's a huge fight for Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen has been in the top ten for a while, never gets the the recognition he really deserves. He's very good. He's never lost in the UFC. I, I think Volkanovski is the only one who has a better um, featherweight record. Arnold Allen's like eight and zero, nine and zero, something like that in the UFC. Um, and I think Volkanovski, well, he's been way more active, has passed him since then. But he was, he did have the longest, longest win streak in the featherweight division, but he just hasn't gotten the right spots and things like that on the card to get super, super well known. Um, the, the big, the hardcore fans know who he is. But yeah, Arnold Allen versus Dan Hooker, uh, March 19th, UFC London. That'll be huge. And if, uh, fingers crossed, if Arnold Allen gets the job done, um, his popularity and star power should go up substantially. So that's an awesome matchup. Very excited for that. Um, let's see. I've been hearing rumors around about uh, Stipe versus John Jones should be for an interim UFC title. Um, I kind of have mixed feelings about it. If Francis is done in the UFC, which is very possible, seems like, then I, uh, then I feel like that could just be for the belt, but I guess that maybe they're going to wait around and see what Francis is going to do as far as fight or his contract or go elsewhere, go box. There's been huge talks about him boxing um, Tyson Fury. So for me, that kind of depends what Francis does. Uh, Cause I think John Jones, John Jones has to fight for a title at heavyweight, even if it's interim title, that's fine. But I don't think he should just fight in a, a like a warm up fight. You know, he's been he's had more title defenses than anyone in the light heavyweight division. You know, never really lost his one stupid DQ lost to Matt Hamlin, but that doesn't really count. It was destroying him. But yeah, I don't know. Um, if Francis is going to wait around, then I think they should do Stipe versus John Jones, throw an interim belt on it, just so the winner that gets the. It, the next fight is the title fight, and they also have an interim title. But if Francis is done, I think that that's your title fight. That's your that's your um, you know undisputed title, Stipe versus John Jones. Plus, I think that's a very fun fight. I think it's a more fun fight. Uh, it's my, this is probably controversial to a lot of people, but I think I think Stipe gives John Jones way more problems than Francis does personally. Um, Francis took down Cerrone a bunch and that kind of thing, but um, what I saw from what I saw from Francis and the fight with Cerrone is that John Jones kind of has his way with him. Honestly, that's what I think. 
I'm sure a lot of people think that, but I'm sure a lot of people don't. A lot of people probably think Francis knocks him to another planet, which is always obviously a possibility. But um, yeah, I think John exposed. I think Stipe is a hard fight for John Jones, put it that way. I think it's a more interesting fight, more fun fight, personally. I mean, what do I know? But either way, uh, I think if Francis sticks around and he's still defending his title, then I don't think it's necessary. I think John should just hop in and fight Francis for the title. You know, but I, I mean, I'm, I'd be open to hear new things. But yeah, I think depends what depends what Francis does. But I'm not mad at John Jones versus Stipe, but there's got to be a title on the line. And if Francis renews his contract and he's still the champ, then I don't think we need to waste our time with the Stipe John Jones fight. I'd like to see just John Jones hop in there and fight Francis for the title. But John Jones has to be a title fight at heavyweight for his very first fight, I think. And Stipe would be more fun for me to see, but obviously the Francis one would, would do big numbers. Uh, let's see. Um, Jan Bolhovich is out of his fight with Alexander Rakic. Uh, I didn't see why. I would assume injury, but um, that was a fun fight that most of us were looking forward to. Jan loses his title to Glover Teixeira. Gets a matchup pretty quick, wants to get right back in there at it, which is pretty cool after you just lost your title. And Alexander Rakic is no slouch. I think he's a stud. And I thought it was really cool for Jan to just book that fight right away. Um, but he's out of it for whatever reason. I don't know if it's injury, but that fight is off. Maybe it's maybe it's just delayed. Maybe Rackage gets someone else. I don't know. Now, this is interesting. Uh, Dana White said that Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson is targeted for later on this year. Later on. I don't know if that means end of the year. I don't know if that means just later in the year, summer, maybe. I don't know. But Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson is a very fun fight that I think everyone would love to see. So fingers crossed that that actually goes through. Justin Gaethje versus Charles Oliveira has been confirmed for UFC 274. I don't remember what month that is. Uh, UFC 274. Let me see. March, April? What is that? May. Sorry, May. It looks like May 7th. So Gaethje versus Oliveira for the lightweight title. Um, May 7th, UFC 274. Uh, I think that's the right fight. I also think that, well, I think what most people think, Gaethje was next. He deserved to be next. But the fight next month, Islam Makachev versus, uh, who is it, uh, Benil Dariush, the winner of that is next. So the the winner of that should sit and wait, watch the winner in May between Gaethje Oliveira, and then get, get the winner. Uh, I think that's a tough fight for Oliveira. Um, I am a pretty big Justin Gaethje fan, so I'm pretty biased. Um, and the last couple of times I've picked Oliver, well, maybe not the last couple of times, because I did pick Oliver to beat Chandler. Um, but then I, I picked uh, Dustin Poirier to win. I thought Dustin Poirier win kind of convincingly. I was very wrong there. But a fun fight regardless. Maybe I'll wait to make my prediction. But I do think that Gaethje could do very well in that fight. Um, Oliver does get hit. He does get hit for sure. Chandler hit him quite a bit first round. Poirier hit him quite a bit first round. Usually when Gaethje hits people, you know, shit changes. Gaethje packs a punch. and puts some mustard behind those things. So that's exciting. Um, I think that's really all I got as far as uh, 
UFC stuff uh, for jiu-jitsu people. Gordon Ryan uh, seems like, um, who is it? Jeff Monson? Jeff Monson, I think. So yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Jeff Monson. Uh, Jeff Monson said something about Gordon Ryan said, like, I respect you, but I don't think you're the best because you got to train jujitsu full-time. And I was a two-time ADCC champion with a full-time job kind of thing, um, which is cool, I guess. He's much older now, that's for sure, way older. Anyways, he to get to the story, he challenged, he's like, I would, I would love to match with you because I think I could beat you. And uh, Gordon responded, I don't know if they went back and forth. I did see Gordon responded, I would love to compete. That's all I saw. Uh, I think most of us know. And uh, I, I do like Gordon Ryan. I'm not like a, the biggest Gordon Ryan fan boy, but I do think he's the absolute best. And, and I do think the people who say he's not are just haters for whatever reason, personality or whatever. A lot of people don't like him as a person, which is whatever. That's cool. Uh, I couldn't care less about that stuff. I think he's just, I think he's the best. And I like watching him because I think he's the best. A lot of people who say like so-and-so would beat him, so-and-so would beat him. He's not the best, blah, blah, blah. They're typically, I think, haters because whether you like him or you don't like him, I feel like it's pretty obvious he's the best. So a match with Gordon Ryan versus Jeff Monson, I think, would be pretty, <laughs> pretty bad and pretty one-sided. Uh, will be it will be all one-sided, Gordon Ryan, I think. But I mean, we would definitely love to see it, especially you know just a match to see Gordon. We haven't seen him compete a lot recently with his stomach and whatever else is going on. Him putting on weight, trying to put on weight. Um, I would love to see it, like you know, sometime before ADCC, which is in September. Just a, just a fun match to see Gordon compete again before ADCC would be fun. I don't know what Jeff Munson thinking that thinking he can win but i guess confidence is key and then i think that's it other than I'll, i will make a prediction for the main event next week and make sure i got everything i had written down so i think so uh Strickland versus hermanson um jack hermanson 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 whatever i think strickland wins i think strickland can kind of piece him up on the feet um I know Michael Bisping has talked at length about how Sean Strickland's ground game is extremely good and he just chooses not to do it. You know, kind of like how Justin Gaethje's wrestling is really, really good, but he doesn't wrestle anybody. Um, that's kind of what Michael Bisping explains because Michael Bisping trained with him at Ruka um, many times, I guess. And then I'm sure he's just gotten better since then. That was, this was years ago. And he said like, you know, kind of how Gaethje doesn't shoot in and take people down, even though he could, and he's very good at it. Um, I think Bisping is saying the same thing about Sean Strickland. And he said uh, many times I've heard him say, like, Sean Strickland's ground game is really good. He just has no interest in trying to take you down and get you there. He'd rather just stand and bang with you. But Hermanson uh, typically has, you know, a grappling advantage on most people, a submission game. Uh, I think if what Michael Bisping says about the ground game of Sean Strickland is true, I think he'd struggle to either get him there or finish him there. And Sean Strickland's a pretty good striker with pretty good volume. So um, I'm not like overly confident in my pick. I don't think, you know, but I think Sean Strickland probably gets it done probably on the feet, probably uh, a hard time to get Hermanson's probably going to 
struggle to get Sean Strickland down. And Sean Strickland's probably going to outpoint him. I don't know if – I don't think he'll finish him. I think it'll probably be a decision. But, obviously, I would love to see a finish from either guy. I'm not really a big fan of either guy. Just, I think next week's card's kind of lame. Not the best card. In fact, it might be the worst card. <laughs> like, top to bottom. I do like the main event. But nowadays, you can't. You can't even headline a fight night without it being a pretty decent fight, really. So that's really the only fun fight in the card, unfortunately. But it is in Ohio, which is interesting. So maybe that's why. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah. So just figure out how long real quick. Do a little, if you don't know, now you know, news thing. If anyone's interested and if they're not, don't really care. So there you go. Yeah. If you did listen, hopefully you learned something because, you know, I, I, but we don't, I don't really ever do this, and we don't usually have a week off of fights. So just news I found later, earlier on in the week, I was just like, yeah, maybe I'll bring that up in case someone missed it because I don't really have much of a life, and that's kind of all the stuff I look at and see. So there you go. So there you go. Thank you. Bye. And cheers to a whole lot of pina colada. Boom. Oh.